a new bioabsorbable stent, which eludes the drug Everolimus, has shown clinical promise, according to the findings of the group based in Rotterdam. Results of the ABSORB study, after 180 days using the new stent, have been presented at the American College of Cardiology meeting in New Orleans by stent pioneer Patrick Sorois. I put it to him that stents were an improvement on plain old balloon angioplasty and then drug-eluting stents seem to have made further improvements. So what about the ABSORB study? What were they trying to do and why? Let me go back to uh, one step back there. I mean, uh, you mentioned uh, first we had stent. I must tell you that in uh, 1986, when uh, Ulrich Sigwart, uh, Jacques Puel and myself put the first stent in the human body, we had, uh, I can tell you, uh, a terrible feeling of guiltiness in putting metal in uh, coronary arteries. It, it seems to be against nature to put metal in such uh, exquisite, fine uh, human structures. I would now, say. is this an insult that you are now trying to correct? Yes, that's right. I mean, from the uh, very beginning, we realized that uh, the stent uh, must have a scaffolding function for a few months six to nine, but after that uh, it should not stay there as a foreign body. So ideally if the uh, scaffolding structures could disappear after uh, its function has been uh, uh, performed, that will be uh, ideal. Could you describe this new bioabsorbable stent to me please? Right. So the bioabsorbable stent is made of a polymer of uh, polylactic acid. This is something which is existing in medicines for more than 40 years. So it's really not a big issue. And what's happening is just the water start to break the point, uh, the, the connecting point between all these molecules of lactic acid. And all the doctors knows what it is, lactic acid. It's something which is metabolize uh, by our body in water and CO2. So it's quite benign as a byproduct. So what have you done in the study? So uh, what we have done in the study is that in 30 patients we have implanted these uh, biodegradable stent in very simple lesion. But I forgot to say that not only they are biodegradable, but they are covered by a coating, which is also a coating of polylactic acid. And in this coating, there is a drug, uh, a very potent drug, to reduce the neointimal hyperplasia called Everilimus. So basically, uh, you eliminate the metal, but you keep the potential of the drug eluting stand. It's, uh, two action in one, yeah. Right, so this is two new degrees of freedom, two, two new approaches. What have been the results so far? We had many, many techniques to uh, um, follow these patients, such as angiography, ultrasound, and many other techniques. And what we found is that if uh, the so-called loss, the reduction of the lumen after a bare metal stand is about 0.8 millimeter, 
and after a good drug eluting stand about 1.1, 1.2 millimeter, what we found is exactly in the middle way, uh, we found the loss of 0.44 millimeter. So that's already in itself uh, a big success and basically only three patients had diameter stenosis, two at 50% and one at 56%. So that was uh, also very, very acceptable in terms of uh, re-stenosis. Now, it may be a great idea to not implant a metal stent into the body, but these stents presumably have a very limited life, so they're not going to be there as a scaffold. They're not going to elute the much-needed drug for very long. No, but I mean the uh, reaction to the trauma of uh, dilating and stretching the vessel is uh, a limited trauma in time. I mean the uh, reaction is a reaction that takes a few months and then gets quiet. So the scaffolding properties in itself can disappear after a certain time and the drug also can disappear to after a certain time and then you back to a normal business with a vessel wall which has its own uh, physiology and its own uh, metabolism. You must realize that when you put uh, a metallic cage in a vessel you restrict quite considerably uh, your future. It, it's a cage that you can no longer enlarge, you cannot cut in it, uh, the vessel cannot, uh, on the, the effect of drug, get bigger because the cage is there to limit the expansion. Uh, you have no visomotion. Visomotion is the fact that all vessel, when you are going to cold period of during exercise, get bigger or small. All these things are lost uh, forever when you have a metallic stand. With the disappearance of the scaffolding device, all the flexibility and, and a softness of the vessel will be restored. But at the moment the results are intermediate between the bare metal and the standard drug-eluting stents. Do you think that the absorbable drug-eluting stent will indeed get better and be just as good as the best uh, metal stents at the moment? Right, I'm, I'm fascinated by that uh, the first attempt is already so uh, successful. So uh, clearly the first uh, design, the first prototype was from a mechanical point of view not ideal. We knew that. I mean it was a simple uh, structures of ring, uh, rings connected by a link. Um, and uh, I've seen already uh, the second generation which has a, a more helicoidal structure which is much more robust, uh, in vitro uh, resist many many tests than the first test stent was not resisting. So I think that uh, very quickly we will see if we have uh, reinforced the mechanical structures of the stent just by uh, a, a change in the design. And finally, what really is the big advantage of leaving the patient a year or two down the line with no stent there at all because you've corrected the initial abnormality? I think all the options are still there. He can receive another stent, he can uh, undergo an atherectomy, the surgeon can cut through the vessel to put the bypass, uh, the drug can act more actively because it's not limited by the metallic cage. Patrick Sorois from Erasmus University in Rotterdam. 
Well, chairing the session where I heard his talk in New Orleans was Spencer King, who holds the Chair of Interventional Cardiology at Atlanta's Piedmont Hospital. So, what did he make of the new stent and the data we'd just been hearing from Patrick Saroyes? He presented a very interesting observation that uh, a bioabsorbable polymeric stent with a drug in it could be put in and could survive out to six months with uh, a very modest late loss and fortunately no adverse events in this small number of patients. So I think this is encouraging preliminary work. There were sort of intermediate results between bare metal and the standard uh, drug-eluting stents. What did you make of, of that fact, intermediate in, in, in the outcomes? Actually, the late loss, I think, was about equivalent to the, uh, some of the stents. The taxis stent is not so different from this. Uh, it was a different pattern of late loss in that part of the late loss was the stent uh, re recoiled or reduced its circumference a little bit. Uh, that was part of the late loss, and, but there, that added to the new tissue growth was only a 44 one-hundredths of a millimeter, which is, uh, which is quite respectable. What do you think doctors should be taking home from this idea of absorbable stents? Well, they should watch it carefully. We don't uh, have any uh, idea that this will translate to improved clinical outcomes yet. We don't know what the long-term uh, result of an absorbing uh, polymer of this sort will be, and uh, whether there is still drug there to suppress any adverse effect of the polymer in the late uh, uh, going after 180 days. We don't know that. And uh, so we have to wait and see what the longer-term follow-up of, uh, of this uh, stent is. That was Spencer King from Atlanta talking with me here in New Orleans at the American College of Cardiology annual meeting. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, I'm Peter Goodwin.